Welcome to the Wellsteading Podcast. This is episode 224. Today is May 4th, 2017. I'm your host, John Pagliano. I'm also the founder and money manager at investablewealth.com. Well, today I'm going to do something a little different. I normally don't exactly duplicate or replicate the information on this podcast with what I put out over at YouTube. However, I'm going to make an exception today, and I'm going to do that because I continue to receive a lot of questions about investing in gold, and is it a good idea, and how much should you own, and I've over the years made the case that I think that overall gold is fundamentally overvalued. This has occurred since the oil prices collapsed in 2014. This is a position that I still maintain. I've written about it over at the blog at investablewealth.com. We've had previous episodes about it here in the podcast. But people still seem to be confused and don't understand uh, the point, the analogy that I try and draw with the relationship, the ratio between the price of gold and the price of oil. And so I made a YouTube video and I posted that this evening. Hopefully that'll make it a little bit easier to understand. Because my audience here in the podcast is so much larger than the small numbers that have currently subscribed to my YouTube channel, I wanted to play the audio of it here. Now, it may be a little confusing because you're not going to be able to see the visuals, but the link is posted in the show notes, and I would suggest that you definitely go over and watch that video. Hey, and while you're there, it wouldn't hurt my feelings at all if you subscribe to the channel. In fact, I'd really appreciate that. So without any further ado, here's the audio to that video. Well, in today's episode, I want to talk to you about a controversial subject, and that is that I want to make a case against owning and investing in gold right now. Now, I know this is going to make a lot of people angry because many, many people are worried about economic collapse and hyperinflation, and there are a lot of people out there that want to push and hype gold so they can make a lot of money selling it to you, but... Right now, my conjecture is, is that it is not a good time to own gold for the long run. I'm going to try and make that case in this video and listen along and see if you agree or disagree. Now, first and foremost, I want to be on record as saying that I'm not saying that you should never own gold, uh, nor that owning gold doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying that at all. In fact, I think there are three specific times when you should buy gold. Now, the first reason is as part of an assurity program. Think about life insurance. You buy life insurance hoping you're not going to die, but to assure you in case you do. And so likewise, if you want to own gold or precious metals, and incidentally, throughout this video, I'm going to be talking about gold, but it's a euphemism for precious metals. You can consider this information basically the same for silver and other types of commodity precious metals. In any case. If you want to own gold as part of an assurity program to hedge and to protect you against inflation and in case of an emergency, I can understand that. If you do that, though, I think that it only makes sense for you to hold it for the long run. And I mean to never, ever, ever plan to sell that gold, just like you don't cancel your life insurance policy. You're buying that gold a little bit at a time. You're accumulating it over time. If you don't need it in your lifetime for an emergency or if there isn't any kind of hyperinflation, then you can just die and pass that on to your heirs. It will be a way of preserving the intrinsic real value of your net worth. And to do this, I think you should only do it by owning the physical metal. It should be in your possession, and it shouldn't be any more than, say, 5 to 10% of your total net worth. 
The second reason is market timing. I have no problem with that at all. I'm an active trader. If you want to buy and sell gold over the short term, moving in and out of, say, an ETF like GLD, I'm totally fine with that. Gold fluctuates and bounces up and down every day. It, it can offer some excellent opportunities to get in and make some short-term money. But if you do that, I would advise that you never do it for the long term. You just do that for short term, in and out, and also to mitigate your risk. And so that you never have all your eggs in one basket, don't put any more than say five to 10% of your investment portfolio into that gold trade. Now, finally, the third reason that I think you should own gold is as an investment strategy. And this is not a short-term market trading strategy, but investing over the long term, maybe even a decade. As part of a long-term investment strategy, I don't think it matters whether you buy physical gold or whether you own it as part of an ETF. You're not keeping it for a doomsday, a gloom and doom scenario. You're just keeping it as a long-term investment to keep you ahead of inflation. And the key there is, as long as you buy it at a fair market value, nothing else really matters. Now, my whole conjecture, my whole point of making this case against gold is that right now, I don't think that gold is at a fair market value. There are two primary reasons for that. One, gold is losing its fear premium, and I think that gold is fundamentally overvalued. As far as the fear premium, I think gold has lost its luster. Just imagine this. Imagine... It was 1939, and you were trying to get out of Nazi-controlled Germany. You went out and liquidated everything you owned. You sold your business. You sold your property. You went, and then you took that money, and you bought gold and diamonds, and you tried to smuggle it with you as you crossed the border into a freer state. In situations like that, gold commands a premium. But the reason I think that gold has lost some of that fear premium is, what would you do today? Well, I don't know about you. But I sure wouldn't buy gold and put it in my pocket and try and smuggle it out of the country. I would simply buy Bitcoin or some other type of cryptocurrency. If you're trying to hide your wealth or launder money or smuggle money outside of a country, why on earth would you use gold when cryptocurrencies can be easily hidden and transported against any border? I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that Bitcoin and all these other new technologies are nullifying capital controls. How do we know the governments are losing power? Well, look what's happening. Right now, China has been imposing massive capital controls on its citizens, trying to keep the yuan from getting out of China. Likewise, we're seeing India and many other countries, including Europe, having a war on cash. Well, how's that working out? Not very well. Money is flowing across borders, and you know that simply by looking at the price of Bitcoin. Again, I think this is a key indicator that gold is losing its glitter. Right now, the value of a single Bitcoin is more than an ounce of gold. Now, is Bitcoin the only answer, and should you go put all your money into that? Absolutely not. I don't own any Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency at this point. For me, it's just all too risky for me to want to use it as anything other than a pure speculation. So, I don't think that cryptocurrency is investment-grade at this point. But you can bet that if I was trying to smuggle money out of the country and I wanted to put my money into something short term, it would definitely be Bitcoin or some other type of cryptocurrency. Now, my second point, and that is, is that gold is fundamentally overvalued at today's prices. 
I want you to forget about everything you know about gold and it being a precious metal and all the real and imaginary information that you've been told about it. Gold is simply a commodity and actually the way I view it is as a piece of real estate. I mean, think about it. What is gold? It's nothing more than an element, a type of metal that's dug out of the ground. So for my purposes, from a purely financial standpoint, gold is simply real estate that you can carry around in your pocket. That's why it has had so much value historically is because, you know, if you own beachfront property in Malibu, you can't easily move that or transport it around. But if you own real estate in the form of gold, you can put that in your pocket and sneak across a border with it or put it in a safety deposit box or bury it in your backyard. You can't do that with regular physical real estate. But in terms of pricing fundamentals, gold simply is real estate. And so as such, what are gold's largest input costs? If you want to produce an ounce of gold, what are your largest cost inputs going to be? It's going to be energy consumption. It takes a great deal of energy to both mine gold and then to refine it. And so I believe that you can understand the fundamental value of gold by understanding energy prices. In fact, gold has a long-term relationship with oil and petroleum prices. It's referred to as the gold-oil ratio. And to get that ratio, you basically take an ounce of gold and you divide it by the cost of a barrel of oil. So in effect, what you're saying is, is that an ounce of gold is worth X amount of barrels of oil. So how do you calculate X? Well, let's graph it out. Let's go back and chart the price of gold to 1986. And I picked this particular 30-year period because generally over a generation, over a long time frame like that, you can take out a lot of the noise and a lot of the static. So over these last 30 years, there's been a lot of inventions, there's been a lot of technology, there's been recessions, there's been oil booms and gluts. We've had a dot-com bubble, we've had a great recession, we've had the housing crisis. All that has occurred over the last 30 years. And you can see for the really about two-thirds of that period of time, the price of gold was fairly stable and was consistently under $600 an ounce. But something happened around 2005. There are a number of factors dealing with the economy, with things going on in the Middle East, with terrorism, as well as the growing debt that was occurring not only in the industrialized world, but in the emerging markets as well. And so for all those reasons, no one in particular, you see how the price of gold has increased. But let's throw one other factor into that. Let's compare the price of gold against the price of oil. You can see, for the most part, they correlate very closely. So generally, when oil prices go up, gold prices go up, and vice versa. But what I think is especially interesting about this chart is to see that sometimes that ratio gets out of balance. For example, in 2008, I have it labeled on the chart as the peak oil frenzy. That's when oil went up to about $140 a barrel, and people were freaking out thinking that we'd reach peak oil, and we were going to go into a major energy crisis. And so under those kind of conditions, the price of oil increased significantly more than the price of gold. Now, the other time that that gold-oil ratio got out of balance was during the Great Recession in 2008. A lot of fear crept into the economy. People were worried about the financial system collapsing. And people were worried about all the money that the global central banks were printing. In that case, the price of gold rose significantly more than the price of oil. But again, then cooler heads prevailed, 
and the two started to correlate until the end of 2014 when it became evident that we were in a shale oil revolution and the price of oil was coming way down. Now that shale oil revolution, we won't go into it in this episode, but it's all about fracking and horizontal drilling and the technology around non-traditional oil acquisition. And so when I look at a chart, I have to ask myself, is gold too high or is the price of oil too low? Well, I believe that this shale oil revolution is not just a fad. I don't think it's going away. I think that the technology improvements that are being made in the drilling for oil is not only going to be applied to shale oil, but it will also go to other types of conventional oil on land and offshore. And in general, the price of oil will come down. And so based on these new oil technology exploration techniques, I think oil is at a fair market price. And consequently, gold is priced too high. So let's look at that gold oil ratio. Now remember, this is the price of gold in ounces divided by the cost of a barrel of oil. That's the blue line that I have drawn on this chart. And you can see that for the most part, that ratio is pretty stable of a high of around, say, 25 and a low of maybe around 6 or 7, unless you take out two key points. Now, those two key points are whenever we were in an oil glut. If you look on the left side of that chart, back in 1986, we were coming out of an oil glut, and that ratio got really high. It got up into the 30s. Likewise, in recent years, since 2014, we've been in an oil glut, and consequently, that ratio got up into the high 30s. But you can see it starting to come down, and I think, like most things, we will get some type of a reversion to the mean. And in this case, over those 30-some years, the mean value of that ratio is 16.8. Now, oftentimes when I talk to people, I talk about a historic ratio of 15 because that makes the math easier. And again, if you looked at this over 50 years or 100 years or 75 years, that mean may fluctuate a little bit, but it is going to be somewhere around 15 to 17 times. So I think that's a good number. It's certainly the average over these last 30 years. And so let's apply it. On this chart, the numbers across the bottom is the price of oil per barrel. You can see I have prices there from $40 all the way up to $80 a barrel. And on the left-hand side, I have the price of gold in ounces. Now, right now, as of today, oil closed at about $45.50. If you look where I've marked that on the chart, right between the $40 and $55 a barrel marks, that relates to a gold price somewhere either just above or just below $800 an ounce. Now, on the right-hand side of that chart, I wrote in today's closing gold price, which is around $1,230. And likewise, you can see to support that type of price, based on that 16.8 ratio, oil has to be up somewhere around $75 a barrel. And so I'm going to let you draw your own conclusions about this, and you have to make up your mind whether you think that for the foreseeable future, oil is going to fluctuate somewhere at or around, say, $50 or $60 a barrel, perhaps less, or if it's going to fluctuate somewhere around $70 or $80 a barrel or perhaps more. But you need to be somewhere up around that $75 to $80 barrel oil to support today's gold prices. This is a primary reason why I think that gold is fundamentally overvalued. And unless we get an abrupt and long-term change in the price of oil, I think the price of gold has to come down. Now, will it get all the way below $800 an ounce? I have no idea. 
But if it does, at that point, it will be at or near fair value, and you can probably bet that I'll be stocking up on it. Well, hey, until then, thanks for watching. As always, this is John Pugliano wishing you the very best returns.